another murder, guys. Hey, Jam. Yay, Jam. I'm Haley. I'm back. And that's it. <laughs> any comments? No. Do you have any comments? Mm, no, I don't think so. You want to talk about your problems, technical problems? Well, we talked about, you haven't posted that episode yet. No, but we've talked about it. Yes. Um, well, our computer just keeps crashing. And four episodes it's crashed now, I think. Quite a few. Because I've recorded, what, that one at least twice. We recorded <laughs> another one two or three times. Yes. Like, <laughs> that one that, no, you never even posted your. I you never, never got yours. I never even recorded mine. I've told you about it twice now. So I feel like I'm done. I'm going to have to find someone new to give it to. <laughs> or, like, record it with. I don't know who. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to invite someone different over, and I'm going to read the story. that episode. Yeah, which maybe maybe you can be there, too. And we'll see. Maybe I could, like, recite the story word for word now, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. So, that's why um, these episodes just kind of suck lately, because, and we're taking forever to get them out, and it's just, it's just a mess. I did get a new computer. Thank you to our patrons. Yes. Um, it is um, not quite ready to use, because, you know... New computers have new fancy things, and you gotta get all the fancy things to go with the new computer. Uh, fancy thing adapters, I should say. I'm like, I'm not getting new things. <laughs> I can't afford that. You're right. We are checked out on the computer part. Yeah. But so, I don't have a computer, so like I... So I thought about just splitting that money in half, mm -hmm. and me using half for the computer that I got, because I'm still going to use it for me, mm -hmm. and then giving you the other half. I mean, let's just, I mean, I have, like, my desktop thing. Yes, I just can't do anything on it. Yes, but, like, it's nice having a, like, a laptop. Yeah, that would be nice to like, actually be able to sit down and write. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had my Chromebook, and I liked my Chromebook, but it didn't communicate with my computer here. Right. And that irritated me, and it, it was more of a hassle to try and go back and forth between the two. Yes. Because I do better work, like, sitting at a desk. In fact, I did most of my murder yesterday sitting at my desk at work. I do better work sitting at a desktop. Maybe I should let you try my Chromebook. I had one at some point, but I kissed it when Finn was a baby. So yeah. I haven't had a computer since probably seven years. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've gotten, like, a real laptop computer yes. in probably 20 years. Maybe not 20, but, yeah, like, a really long time. I had one before Finn was born, but it was, like, that Dell, like, just your basic, yeah. you know what I mean? Which, Which, why I thought I needed it then. The Chromebook was fine. It worked fine, but you can't do everything on a Chromebook. At least the one that I have. I think they've changed, but I'm like, I need to, like, be able to do other things, too. And I'm like, I can look on the internet. And I can write a document. That's all I need. Like, what else do I use a computer for? Other than, like, our invoices and stuff. But, like, that's not my... Like, Spence has yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But that's also just, like, Microsoft. Like, yeah. Excel. Yeah. So, but, I don't know what other people use computers for. I mean, like, I use it for work and... Teaching. Yeah, I use it for work and I teach. Use it to teach. Like, so, like, at, at work, we do, like, we call it minute training. But it's never a minute. Um, but, like, I did a Kahoot. Do you know what Kahoot yeah. is? Oh, my God, they're so fun. Um, but, like, I made Kahoots and we played Kahoots. So, I had to have it's the like computer. like a quiz thing. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I had to have a computer to do that. Like, PowerPoints and stuff, too? I mean, I don't really make PowerPoints, but, like, no. I could. Oh, yeah. I am not. I mean, I don't know about it. Um, I also can do my continuing education on there. Like, a lot of things. My continuing education, I can just do all the time. Because I don't say blouse. <laughs> just hair. <laughs> I say hair. Yeah. Which, if you see my hair. Oh, yeah. It's time. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I sent you a message yesterday. Thanks for reading it. I back. saw it, but I'm like, I'm going to see that bitch in the morning. <sighs> 
You don't, I feel like lately you don't love me. I call you. I'm like, I need to talk to you every day. I, yes, but why you don't, when you call me, I answer. No, not always. Most of the time. And I, I answered in the middle of hair three, four days ago. I don't always have time to call you. Sometimes I just need like the reassurance from you that you still care about me. Bitch, I texted you at fucking six o'clock in the morning when something was wrong with you. Remember I said, oh wait, I don't want you to panic. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> I just miss you. Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah. So, goodbye. No, not goodbye. You still don't read my text messages. We'll read anybody's text messages. Well, I don't like it. I really don't give a shit. I don't like text messages. I fucking hate that. Like, I wish it just wasn't a thing. Well, it is a thing, and I send them to you, and you need to respond. I will stop. At least I did text you in the morning. I will. What time was that? Was I'm like, it's an emergency. And no. then I realized she's going to wake up, or Jordan's going to hear it. He's going to wake up and see it says it's an emergency. Jordan's going to panic. He's going to wake Beth up. They're both going to panic. They're going to show up at my house, or like they're going to go ahead and set off the like emergency lights because I said, hey, wake up. It's an emergency. Whatever I said. And then I was like, oh, wait. I just realized, mm, it's not an emergency. I just made it. <laughs> so, so the problem is that you hate text messages, but you don't answer phone calls either. I've gotten so much better at it. Oh, whatever. And I just think that that statement that you just made is absolutely hilarious that you think that Jordan's is going to wake up for a text message. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, that early in the morning, I thought maybe one of y'all's getting up. I don't know. Me? Me? I'm getting up. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan. Jordan, you get up with me most days now, too. Nope. Nobody gets up with me. Jordan's so nice in the mornings, but then, like, when I'm getting the kids ready and stuff, I'm like, get the fuck up and help me. Jordan also drives me to work now. Oh, man, it's great. He drives you to work and drops you off. Well, in Morgan County. Yeah. Well, normally he's going to work too, but that oh, means that, that like sense. the next day. So like this morning, so like he had to wake up and pick me up. I would be like, "Here's your Uber." <laughs> Somebody's got to be coming semi this direction. What the fuck? <laughs> Who do we know that's going that direction? I don't know about I don't know, but that is a, that's a long drive. But he does it because he loves me. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, I know. Oh my God! I wouldn't do it. She's, she's my sugar mama, so I have to She's my sugar mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so we're here for it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited to get back into it. I've got a couple stories, but we're going to put these on the Patreon. I've got my... Regular... I have to sign back up for Patreon. Is it going to start me over? Because my card got hacked. Uh-huh. So it closed to my, like, everything. So am I, is it going to start me? Am I going to have two of everything now? Yes, but I I logged out of it. Like, I canceled mine so that I could restart it, so that I could get two of everything. Because the sticker is a better sticker than that one. Okay, so I need to... Okay, I and then, why would you not want... I guess you're right. And then, I mean, like, I, I can see... I kind of want to change the mugs a little bit again. We can do that. That? Yeah. Like, how do you want to change them? I don't know, just something different for the second mug I get. I really like something like this. Yeah, I do like that too. With knives all over it or something. Knives. Knives. Get some knives. Maybe I'll talk to Cruz. Okay. Okay. Um, also, we changed up the shirt too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want something in small logo on right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of big on the front. Okay. We can do that. Deal. Okay. Um, so, we have multiple episodes to record. Let's start. Let's do mine first. Okay. Because yours is going to have the last two episodes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and then the post one 
We still have to post one. Your, yours is the last one that's posted. Then we have to post another one from you. So okay. we'll do this one and then yours. And then we'll record the um, Patreon bonus stuff. Patreon bonus stuff. I'm really excited about my Patreon bonus, by the way. I'm really excited about my New York Street Pants. It's hilarious. Um, mine's not hilarious, but I'm really excited about it. And I have TikToks to go with it. Do you? Yes. Love it. Um, so if you, I know we keep mentioning Patreon. Don't forget to go to www.patreon.com slash just another murder cast for all the extras yeah i mean you get and bonus. thank you for the new computer yes thank you for that um you get bonus episodes i think at five dollars mm-hmm. you get a shout out at ten dollars and for twenty five dollars you get merch and it's not bad stuff no either. and we're gonna obviously redesign it so like you might get new stuff too yeah 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 um okay so um by the way this is a murder podcast yes it's in the name spicy link someone gets murdered somebody dies we if you haven't learned by the shits that we've already said and fucks yeah we are spicy when we talk we don't give shits or fucks no no shits or fucks good not a one <laughs> not a lot but a lot we're dead. um but yeah someone someone dies um mm-hmm. unalive unalive you need a juices That's description to living decline i don't you know transaction to life decline <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a whole bunch of them like i'll hear a new one and i'm like oh and then i forget it Oh, we should put those quotes somewhere. So, a part of our Patreon, like, our goal was to get, like, our own little studio. Like, I mean, like, little tiny house kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, that's going to take a little longer because of our because of our computer issues. Yeah. Um, but once we do, let's, like, decorate it in our quotes and stuff. Like, I'm excited because we can hang our poster up. We can yes. hang this up. But you know what I'm thinking about those quotes now that we're thinking about? Maybe that's what needs to go on this month. Get it to Jesus. Like, all of them. That'd be cute. Just, like, like, randomly spaced. Yeah, like, in the black writing, just, like, a white mug with the... Yes. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll, I'll work on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready, Freddie? I'm ready. Okay, I'm What's so up? excited. So, I did this one. I did not do as much research as I normally do. Okay. Because I got so excited about my bonus episode. Mm-hmm. I did way more research for my bonus episode <laughs> than I did for this. But, this one's exciting. And we're going out of the country. Okay. All the way to Canada. All the way. All the way to Canada. <laughs> Which, by the way, that. I've been kicked out of Canada. They're not as nice as they say they are. Mm-hmm. So rude. Love it. So we're going to talk about uh, Lila Gladys Young. She was born in 1898. So this one's a little bit older. Um, To Salem and Bessie Hoolan. Um, first of all, I love the name Salem, but it makes me think about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, the cat. Yeah. Yes. Um, So Lila worked as a teacher and fought. Fox Point, Nova Scotia. And in 1925, I think she was 26 years old, she met William Peach Young. Peach. I've never heard anyone named Peach. Okay. I mean, it's his middle name. Okay. But still, never heard of that. I like it. So the pair get married, like, really fast, and they move to Chicago. Oh. So they From Canada. From Canada. Who's going to choose Chicago? They're like, yep, Chicago, that's the one. No, they get there and they're like, never mind. (laughs) Actually, yes. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) So, William is an unordained Seventh-day Adventist minister. Okay. You don't have to be ordained to be a minister? It probably, but he was not. Oh. Um, he also cares for the sick while he's doing his ministry because he's a self-designated medical ministry. I don't, I don't like the self, de- I don't like the self He's just like, you know what? I'm a doctor 
And I'm a minister. Doctor. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so in December of 1927, William finally graduates from something. The National College of Chiropractic. So, like, and he's actually a chiropractor, but he's not, like, a medical doctor, and he's not a minister. Okay. Sorry. That was not, I'm just trying to get to our TikTok. No, she's not. She's straight up trying to just not watch yet. TikToks and ignore <laughs> me. At the same time, Leela graduates from National School of Obstructions, a baby. She, she delivers the babies. In February of 1928, so December, they go to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Or no, I guess it was a little bit before December. But they go to Chicago, February 1928. They're like, this ain't working for me. Like, uh -uh. They realize Chicago ain't it. Besides the pizza, I'm out. Right? Mm -hmm. And they move back to Nova Scotia. There, they open the Life and Health Sanatorium where the sick get well. Because he's a self-proclaimed healist. Yes, but he is a chiropractor and she is a midwife. Oh, okay. Okay. But they operated out of their four-bedroom cottage in East Chester. They have a home. They have a home, four bedrooms, and they're like, yeah, y'all come up in here. Sick gets better. <laughs> okay. Um. So, William works as the superintendent. The for his own home? For his own home. Um. The doctor, he's not a trained doctor. The chiropractor, which he is trained at, so he does like, he kind of like, you know, whatever. Leela is the director and she's also the midwife so she'll deliver the babies so it's just the two of them just just living it up running their own home hospital care home hospital care nope they said that Leela delivered the babies and he would like pray next to the bed and I'm like I don't want you in here dude like, get out pray outside the door thank you she begins delivering babies it doesn't take long before they're specializing in maternity service probably because he's not an actual doctor and can't actually do doctor things how are you leaving Legally gonna give birth to a baby. I guess like a like a when people do it in their home with a doula. Well, but you think about it too. This is the 1930s. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so just like actually, you're delivering in your house anyway. It's the end of the 20s, the 1930s. So this is you know the end of the depression, and they're delivering it in their house anyway. So it's not like nowadays where you have to have all the licenses and stuff like that. Like it was just right. like I'm a midwife. Somebody call the neighbor, tell them come on over here and get this baby out. Yeah. Okay. But they specialize. In the women, <laughs> they specialize in the women coming there. Mostly, they specialize in unwed mothers because not only is abortion legal at this time, but also birth control is illegal. Is illegal. Birth control is illegal. When was birth control illegal? Well, in 1928, when they opened the Life and Health Sanatorium where the sick get well, <laughs> birth control was illegal in Nova Scotia, Canada. I don't think I did not know Nova Scotia was in Canada. Yeah. I thought that was like Sweden. No. And I think birth control was illegal here for a while. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't think it was technically really legal as we know, it, like actual birth control pills until like not too long, like 70s, 80s. Oh, yeah, that's how much I know. I mean, like, I could be um, wrong, don't but. do it. Abstinence. Like, don't be a don't be a hooker. The big A. <laughs> God. <laughs> Only the dirt roads, people. <laughs> but so mostly unwed mothers, but they did do like maternity services for married women as well. So eventually, they changed the name of their business from the light cracks. Oh and no. Back cracks and booty holes. Not if that's back, back cracks and babies. That's not like yeah, back cracks and babies. Back rolls and back cracks. <laughs> back rolls and butt crack. No. They, they love the bad sex because they're making money off of it. Damn. So. They're like, everybody, everybody fucking right. do it. Come up in here. Y'all mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, well, we get that out. Mm -hmm. So, they changed their name to the Ideal Maternity Home and Sanatorium. They take I don't like the fact that you call it a sanatorium. 
What does that mean? What is it's the word sanatorium? It's for crazy people. That's what I think too. Or I think but it's of, also in the 30s. Yeah. So okay. it's well, it's I think it's like they're trying it's, to clean. So actually, it it's where they would yeah. lobotomize people and they yeah. just put people. What's a lobotomy? Where they actually like go into your brain and remove like parts of your brain okay, because they thought it would fix you. Yeah, but and it doesn't fix you. It doesn't fix you. Uh, and, and so it's actually back in the 30s before we were, you know sensitive to these kind of issues and it was the cheer up fit changes and so it was just they would put crazy people in these places and just lock them away basically so you've got baby people having babies in there and fucking crazy people no not here okay they only did the babies okay okay i don't like them to call it a sanitary well i will go back in like time a sanitary now. i will go back in time and let, let them, know. them know yeah that everything else they did is okay but change the name <laughs> of the <laughs> what you're doing is fine, okay? Fine, fine, fine with me. Mm -hmm. Fine. But change the business name, thank you. <laughs> so they want to get more people there in their four-bedroom cottage. So they take out ads in the newspaper. Ideal maternity home, mother res refuge, also department for girls. Sorry, if you hear this, the dogs. Yeah, you can hear the dogs chewing. And so I tried to take it away from him, but he's not happy about it. <laughs> um, no publicity. So no publicity. Yes. Publicity? Publicity. Publicity. So no, no gossip. Like, okay. no one's going to know that you're here. You're just here. Okay. Infant's home in con connection. Write for literature. So, like, write us. We'll tell you more. So, like, I wonder if, like, people that, like, if it's in the 20s or whatever, people that, you know how it was, like, a, a sin or shamed, I mean, to get pregnant, like, uh, so, like, unwed mothers would come there. They would hide out. They'd go on vacation. Yes. They okay, would come right. there, okay. give birth. Right. And then go home like nothing happened. Got it. Okay. Okay. Where would the babies go? I'll get there. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, <gasps> We've done the story. I know this story. I've not done the story. Okay. So they promise to keep expectant mothers from gossip. So no one's going to find out that you're here. For married women, so you could go there and be married, or like married and go there to give birth. So you didn't have to give birth at home, right? So you had someone that was trained to help you. So Leela would charge an average of $75 for the delivery and two weeks of recovery. So give birth to your baby and then recover for two weeks. And it's $75. And she helps you with the baby? Yeah. Dang. Which is um, $1,000. golden. Right? Yeah. It's $1,299.46 in today's money. That's it. Oh, I thought you meant then. I was like. No, it's okay. $75 then. Okay. But today, it's almost $1,300. Sign me the fuck up. To go get. Send me to the sanatorium. Because <laughs> I'm still paying off my children. It should be four tomorrow. Yeah. So, for unwed mothers, though, that was for married women. Mm-hmm. For unwed mothers, it's gonna be cheaper. It's a little bit more expensive. Oh, so prices being a hoe. Also, the average age for these unwed mothers seventeen. So they, I mean, that's a normal age then, though, right? No, I feel like people have babies young for unwed. What? So I mean, at that time, yeah, I, I would say it's not like an average, but you were being married like straight because a woman's duty was to get kids, get kids, pump kids out of you, <laughs> yeah. be take care of your men folk. Mike a sandwich, bitch. Mike him. And just because he sleeps around with the secretary, that's perfectly okay. You're just not giving him enough. Pray about it. Oh, my God. Um, so for these women, though, the unwed mothers, they cost an average of 100 to 200 in advance. Oh so God. you have to give it to them before you get anything. They already got it to them before they get it. 
my God. So this is about $1,700 or $3,400 in today's money. That's not fair. Um, and, like, you would think that the married woman would be cheaper because they have the support of a husband. Like, go home. I don't, I mean, like, not really go home, but, like, they have the, the financial, some, yeah. most of them have the financial, because men at that point, they would look good, you know. Yeah. Um, but for the unwed women that paid the 100 to 200 this pays for the delivery, the room and board, arranging for the adoptions, help, but then you also had to pay 12 more dollars for diapers and supplies, and also $2 and a weekly maintenance fee for warehousing infants between the delivery and adoption. That's terrible. So, like, just, they just rack it up. Just add on, add on. That's terrible. If you want to clothe your child, that's an extra $12. Let that baby lay naked? Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. For married women or for the unmarried women, if the child doesn't live, because sometimes... Mm -hmm. stuff happens there's a fee of twenty dollars for the burial which is about three hundred and forty six dollars nowadays so that fee includes clothing so they'll give you clothes for your child to be buried a white pine coffin which is in quotations here so it's a fucking box um which is actually lovely butter boxes what's a butter box it's Boxes that butter came in from the local grocer. How big was your butter box? Big enough to put a baby in. How much butter are you getting? A lot. I mean, like, think about it, though. When things are shipped in, like, big quantities, you get bigger boxes. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of, like, a box of margarine. Like, the four... No, think of the box that the margarine comes in. Okay, got it. Got okay. It. Okay. Um, of course, not every woman could afford all of these costs, especially the women that are unwed. They can't afford the $200 and then $12 and then, you know, whatever, which is supposed to be paid up front. So those women, don't worry. They don't turn them away. They can stay there and work off their debt. So free labor. Contracts were signed. Like, once you had the baby and you were putting it up for adoption, your contract had to be signed giving William power of attorney over those babies. <laughs> if the mother did not sign within 14 days of the child's birth, they got charged an additional $30. So if it took them 15 days to decide whether or not they actually wanted to put their child up for adoption, they had to pay $30 more. Were they, would they let you keep the baby? I mean, yeah, you could keep the okay. baby, but most unwed mothers weren't keeping the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Um, so most bills by the unwed mothers well exceeded $300, which is yeah. over $5,000 in today's money. But like every breath you take, you owe me because I'm taking care of your unwed ass. Yeah. What the fuck? So $300 in total for them to give birth and have that baby put up for adoption. Mm-hmm. To put things in perspective, $5,000 in today's money is a lot, but it's not terrible for the services, right? Because right. having a baby now is way more expensive. <laughs> but the average wage at that time for a woman was 4 to $8 a week. So that's like six months. So if you're getting $8, I mean, that's still going to be That's 10 up. weeks of no. <laughs> Nope, I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> if you got $10 in 10 weeks, you would have 100 So it would take you 30 weeks to get 300 But so they're like only getting pregnancy. They're only getting 4 to $8. So your entire pregnancy, the money you make your entire pregnancy, because that's 40 weeks, they make $8, you know, yes. six bucks. Holy crap. Don't spend it on nothing else. 
right? Oh my gosh. Taking all this money, like think about how many, I feel like at one point they had at least 70 babies there. Mm-hmm. So they're in this four bedroom house. Well, they added on, but yes, okay. it, was, it was really small for a long time. Okay. But taking the money was not enough for Leela and William. They needed more money. So they adopted, in quotation marks, to wanting parents. They charged, at the very beginning, like the first two years they were open, they charged parents $1,000 to adopt a baby. Holy crap. They're making bank because yeah. mom has paid to deliver them, paid to feed them, paid to clothe them, and now you are making money from adopting them, which is about $17,000 in today's money. Oh, so after the first two years they were open, they increased that price to $5,000. What? Yeah, which is 97 You can suck an ass. And people wanted babies. I mean, I understand that, and that's one thing I hate about even now is the price of adoption. It should not be that. No. Like, I understand wanting to bet who this child is going to. Yes. And you have to pay for those things. I totally get that. But just because you can pay for them doesn't mean you're Person. No, and then the good people like, hey, like we're we're, we're middle class here. Yeah, like, well, we're on the lower end of middle class. Like, yeah, who can afford that? Not me. Nope. I would love to adopt. Can't afford it. Nobody can. So they don't have any problems adopting these babies out there because most of the parents, the prospective parents, are childless vacationers from New York and New Jersey. So at this time, Canada and American both, America both, their adoption agencies required the children to go to a family with the same religious background. So if you're a Catholic mother and you have a child and you want to place it up for adoption, a Catholic family has to adopt them. If you're Jewish, the Jewish family has to adopt them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Mm-hmm. But most of the people that they adopt these babies to are Jewish because the Jewish families can't find Jewish babies to adopt. So the youngs are like, sure, this kid's Jewish. Yeah, this kid's Jewish. This, this Jewish. one's Jewish. This one's Jewish. <laughs> This one, this one. They also separate twins. So if a mother has <gasps> twins, they'll separate them. No. But not only that, they will put babies together and say they're twins even when they're not really. Oh my gosh, I have cold chills. No. Yes. I don't like it. They're like, whatever we got to do to get these kids adopted. I don't like it. Most of these children did come from unwed mothers trying to avoid shame. Like they went on vacation, they came back, nobody was any wiser. But some of the women, um, some of these babies actually came from near women too. Married women are told that their child would die. So they then had to pay on top of their $75, had to pay $20 for the child to be buried. If the child's not dead, they adopted them out because they can make more money adopting out children. Ah. Would burn it down. Right? But we also have to talk about the other babies. The babies that aren't adoptable. So things have changed a lot more like today. You have to remember it's a different time. So if the baby was sick, if it was disabled, unattractive, deformed, or biracial, nobody's going to adopt those babies. I will. I mean, I will too. Yeah. But back then, no. But the cottage is already packed. They have so many people there. We can't make any money off these babies if they're, um, you know, can't get adopted. So what do we do? I don't know. They charge the mother $300 to care for the baby for the rest of its life. Like $300 and I'll care for your baby for the rest of its natural life. But then they only feed them water and molasses. And it would take around two weeks for those babies to die. So somewhere in between all of this, they decide that they're going to pay off their mortgage and expand their home. 
So their four-bedroom college no longer has a mortgage. They expand it. Um, like I said, at one point, there's 70 babies there at a time. Um, employees that help? Yeah, the unwed mothers. Oh, that's right. That are paying off their debt. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have, they build their own house that has nine bedrooms. Eventually, the cottage that was only four bedrooms, they expanded it to include 54 rooms and 14 bathrooms. What? Yes. So are many of the unwed mothers like catching on to this? Um, yes, but apparently you did not want to cross Lila. Like she was like abrasive and you didn't want to cross her. So I just kind of went and I doubt they knew like they were telling like so many babies there. I have a feeling that it would be hard to keep track of like whose baby was who. So if they tell a mom that the baby's dead, they're just like, that sucks. You know, yeah. it is estimated that the pair just between 1937 and 1947 make $3.5 million. And that's $3.5 million in their time, not ours. Um, $46.5 million just from selling the baby. I don't want that money. Right? Mm-mm. No, that's that's just dirty money. Right? I'm thinking now, okay, this is totally random, right? Mm-hmm. They have they have family now. Yeah. They have descendants now. Yeah. That I wonder. They had five kids. Okay. The two of they them. They had grandchildren, whatever, that are our age, I guess. Mm-hmm. What if they are into that? They got that, like, I inherited my granddad's money. That, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well. And I'd be like, ew, no. Right. I'd be like, I don't want it. Mm-mm. No, we should look at their family members. We can. Yeah. Yeah. But by the way, that 3.5 is only for the adoptions for those 10 years. I bet, like, their great granddaughter, granddaughters now are, like, on fucking Alabama rush talk. She's <laughs> <laughs> over there dancing. Yeah. 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 I'm wearing this from Lily Lennon. I am wearing this from Kendra Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right and center. The rest of the girls are, like, looking at her jealous, like. Yeah. And they're all rich as shit, too. They make granddads. Hey, so by the 1940s, Leela was making $60,000 a year from the mothers that live there. So not from selling babies, but from the mothers that come and have their children there. That's how much she's making from that. On top of the three point five million, I love that you say like, not from selling babies, like not from cars. selling babies. <laughs> She's a used baby salesman. It's fun. Well, yeah, gently <laughs> <Jenny> used. <laughs> only been alive for two weeks. Oh. Only one owner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great. They're great. Um, this one has slight damage. Don't worry, we won't charge you that much. Um, eventually, one of the mothers that places the child up for adoption is like. I've changed my mind. I don't want to have my child adopted. I would like my child back. Yeah. Leela tells her, oh, well, your child's already been placed for adoption, but we can get him back, you know, for a price. $10,000. What? They sell that baby for $5,000 and now you want $10,000 to get that baby back? Can you steal your baby? I mean, I don't think you should go around kidnapping babies. Let us your baby. Yeah, but like, there's other ways to get your baby back. Like, mm-hmm. you should have done it all legal to begin with. Yeah, I'll just steal my baby back. What are, they, <laughs> what are the cops going to come up and be like, hey, you stole this day, I'd be like, check this episiotomy I just got. That's my fucking kid. <laughs> and they're around selling fucking babies. Yeah. Yeah. Put uh-huh. them in fucking butter boxes. Uh-uh. Butter boxes. 
I don't know what happened. I don't know if she got through your back. I don't know what happened. But, like, things seem pretty great for these, this couple, right? For <laughs> Living like, the fucking high life. Right? Like, a shit ton of money. They got cars. They well, got I wonder, money. like, can they go on vacation? And they're like, no, sorry, I've got 70 kids. I've got 70 kids. No, I bet they went on vacation because they were like, hey, moms, you, uh, no deliveries this week. Y'all, uh, don't watch I mean, what if What if Cheryl goes into labor? I have a feeling that she wasn't the only one delivering babies there. Let's be honest. He worked as an untrained doctor. Why would you not have the other mothers? Well, I guess the other mothers are just like, push. Yeah, push. I mean, around the time they were doing birth at home anyway, so. But we're going to go back a little bit because we talked about some of them in like in the late 30s and the 40s. Mm -hmm. Things weren't all great for him. On March 4th, 1936, the pair is charged with two counts of manslaughter each. This is before they opened their baby sale? No, this is during the baby sale. Okay, got it. So, like, they opened it in 28. Okay, I th- okay I'm We've talked about the 40s, now we're going back to the 30s. Okay, I'm with it. So, Eva, um, near fourth, and her baby die at the home. Like, she goes there to give birth, and then her and her baby die. Because the home is so unsanitary. That's a, I Like, there's got to be some funk, right? Yeah. Like, um, and I bet there's lice everywhere, too. Right, but at the time, the public thinks very highly of this place <laughs> because they are providing something for the community that is needed. They're giving those mothers a place to go. They are so kind, and they're raising these babies. Yes, and they, they are so kind. They're such good people. It's like that, um, that uh, organ eating. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but not only that, if that's not enough to sway you towards, you know, the youngs being good people, um, they also know who's used their services. So they can blackmail the shit out of you. So they know which, you know, ladies you knocked off mm-hmm. when you came here. Yeah. And so they're not guilty. Not guilty. Like, <gasps> Ooh. That judge is like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but even though they're found not guilty, the government is looking into them. How yeah. hard? Probably not very hard. Yeah. Um, and the state starts looking into every death that occurs at the facility. So if a baby dies, they're going to investigate it. Like from this point on? Okay. But between 1928 and 1935, Leela reports 148 births and only 12 deaths. Convenient. You know, there's not many to look into because there's only 12 deaths and they didn't start looking into it, you know, until after they got this trial. So, you know, yeah. obviously we're not reporting that many. So basically, if a married woman's child died, maybe it'll get reported. But I guess if people don't know you're pregnant and it's kind of that hideaway thing, yeah. that baby could, quote, die. And they don't have to report it because they don't know that nobody's there. Right, nobody knows. Yeah, mm-mm, don't like it. Their handyman that worked for them, his name was Glenn, he admitted years later. So after it shut down and everything, he had a lot of silence. But years later, he admits that he buries between 100 and 125 babies in a field owned by Lila's parents. It's next to a cemetery. He said that they would put the babies in the barn for like five days, like covered up for five days until he had time to go bury them. He would go and bury the baby in a butter box in the field and they buried them in rows so that it was easy for him to keep up with where to bury them next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 100... And 125, 100 to 125 babies buried in butter, butter boxes out in this field. No. 
I don't like it. But those are the lucky babies. Mm. Leela needed to cut costs. So it's not always cost effective to pay Glenn to go out and bury this baby or to buy this butter box from the grocer. Mm-hmm. I only got $20 for it. I mean, I'm, we're hurting for money. All the money that they've gotten is not enough. So some of the babies are tossed into the sea. Some are burned in the house for furnace. If someone asks, like, hey, what happened to my child? Like, I want to know, did they get adopted out? It didn't matter what had happened to that child. They'd be like, yeah, we adopted the child out. They had a happy family. And most women didn't question it, but yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So in 1945, so they got charged with the manslaughter in 1936, right? Mm -hmm. Government's been looking into them, haven't found anything. In 1945, a new amendment to the Maternity Board Housing Act changed licensing requirements. So they had to change things. The Youngs applied for their new license, but it gets denied. But the Youngs are like, whatever, we're going to keep on working. And we're there, appeal it, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Whatever, but we'll keep working while we have Yeah, we got his baby barn business. Yeah. Come on. Um, so shortly after this, the public health officials finally find the evidence that they need. They find the dirty living conditions, flies, filthy bedding, babies half the way to what they should be. You know, just like it's just not a great place for them to be, mm-hmm. for anyone to be. They try to shut them down, but Leela's like, you're harassing me. And she applies, um, appeals the thing. Continues to work while the appeal is going through. They have found all this stuff and are still not shut down, still running this place. Mm, no. Yes. No. So, eventually the United States gets involved. Because yep. this has all been going on in Canada, but remember a lot of these babies are coming to the United States. Yeah. So. Well, the United States, like, where's this birth certificate on that? I don't know. I don't know. But here's my Jewish baby. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had it. Mm-hmm. But you weren't pregnant? Mm-hmm. Well, no. What? <laughs> it happened. It came from somewhere. Yeah. So eventually, the pair is charged with illegally selling babies, babies to four American families. Four. Four. One, two, three, four. That's it. I guess I wonder if people are afraid to come forward because they might take their baby. Right? Yeah. So they get found guilty. Yeah. And fined. Do you want to take a guess how much money they were fined? They don't say it's $300. $428. That's it. That's I it. would take that fine. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. So by this time, they kind of fell out of good grace with the rest of the like community. Like <laughs> everyone realized what they're doing. And the media is playing a big part in that. They're actually writing up what they see. They're writing up what's happening. And, you know, Leela's like, this is not good for business. So she sees them. But this lawsuit does get dismissed. So the coverage by the media finally exposes all the poor living conditions, the mistreatment of the mothers, and the overwhelming deaths of the babies. And they finally have to close um, their doors. They never get charged with murder. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, they got charged for murder. They never get convicted of murder. Never. They legitimately, it came out that they admitted to, or the other people admitted for them, that they were starving babies. Like, they would charge a mom $300. $300 will take care of your child for the rest of its life. And then they would starve it. And they never got convicted of murder. Never. Never. So they're just free living. They were. Yeah. Um, I think she died in, like, 1967 from leukemia. 
and he died before that. He was an alcoholic, and things weren't great for them afterwards. But like, they well, things were great. Yeah, things weren't great. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, now we have to find their family. So, and also, it got made into a book and made into a movie. The movie came out in 1995. What's it called? Butterbox Babies. Oh shit. So I looked up the trailer for it, and I was like, it actually looks like a decent movie. So I kind of want to watch it. Oh, I'm here for it. I like I said, I had a, I didn't like read this one as much as I normally right because I was so excited about my other one but I'm like I need more information I need more information I need more like this oh yeah I'm totally looking up their relatives this is the first time I've ever been like I don't know enough about this case (laughs) this is the first time we've done a case where you haven't done a lot of that information yeah and I'm like (laughs) ma'am this is the one we really need I know I was really into it but I think I want to watch the movie and I want to read the book but it was a really good case and I was like okay I'm gonna hold on to this one because like I want to do more research it's really exciting and then I was like I can't fucking hold on to this I'm too excited to tell Haley about it oh my gosh I want to watch that movie now where do you get it at I don't know maybe Amazon maybe yeah all right, well, at least we know to look. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to look up their family because I'm, like, fully invested now. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they have all this money. I mean, they had to because they didn't take any of it back. Bullshit. Unless, like... They, like, went through it because he was an alcoholic, but how do you go through millions? Like, I know they spent a lot of money um, trying to get, like, the media to stop. Is the house still there? No, the house burned down. So, it got turned into, um, maybe not a bed and breakfast, but it got turned into... I don't want to go to that bed and breakfast. (laughs) It got turned into something else, but then it burned down. So, Um. it's not there anymore. Oh, no, I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah, right. Um, but there are pictures. So there are, like I saw, oh my God, look, if I pull up the, um, let me get my other computer over here. So this is a picture of the home. Holy crap. Yeah. 50 something rooms. Yeah. It's huge. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So. It's so pretty. <laughs> I hate to say that. So this is a picture of like them outside, like with their babies. Yeah, where are their children now? Um, they had like a reunion. Oh wait, here's the firebox. They had the oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, they had a reunion. Um, so this is the ideal maternity home survivors at their 1997 reunion. So like the babies. What a depressing reunion that would be. Right. No, thank you. And can you imagine, like, and you don't know anything about your family, like, your family could have wanted you, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they're dead, baby dead. I don't like that. Yeah. So, that's, that's my story. That was a really good story. I mean, like, I hate to say that. You know what I mean? It was a very interesting story. Yes. Um, but, I feel like, you said at the beginning, you're like, we have done this one. And, like, we've not done this one. But I feel like there was something similar in the United States um, that I've heard about. Maybe. But I couldn't, because I was like, I've heard this. And then I'm like, I have not heard this. I don't know this. It sounds familiar, though. It is similar. Right? Mm -hmm. All right, we'll have to look that up, too. Because now I'm wondering, like, where have we heard that from? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But we'll find Maybe it was like an episode of like Small Town Murder. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Because I know we both listened so much. And and I think it's so funny. I Like it kind of irritates me, but it's not irritating. Like I don't know how to say that. But Jordan, every time he's on here, says like something from Small Town Murder. And I'm like, you can't steal their shit. <laughs> he's like, cheer up, bitch. And I'm like, Small Town Murder, you can't do that. <laughs> Um, maybe that's where we both heard it, though. Maybe. It's hard not to, like, want to be, like, small-time murder. 
<laughs> I mean, yes, I want to be like them, but we can't just steal their stuff. I know. I know. All right. So, so I loved it. Okay. So that was my case. I loved it. That was awesome. Um, We are going to end this episode here. Don't forget to go to the Patreon. Go to uh, wherever you get your podcast. Rate us a five-star review, which we had a review recently. So we didn't have a review. She actually went to our website and mm-hmm. sent me a message. That is amazing. That is um, so sweet. So you can go to the website, www.justanothermurdercast.com. Yes. And um, leave us reviews. Leave us comments. If you have a case you want us to talk about, just let us know. Yeah, and I can email you back on there. I'm not saying I will. I feel like I'll try. <laughs> All right, don't don't ask me to do it. I mean, it's not that I would like try to be disrespectful. I don't even check my text messages. I'll also go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to TikTok, please, and follow us on there and share and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love you. Oh, wait. Um, thank you to um, our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers again. You guys are the real MVPs. Yes. We really appreciate you. Yes. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.